Hello, and welcome to another episode of May the Power Protect You, a podcast where we talk about everything that goes on with Power Rangers, including a whole slew of new comic books and another episode of Cosmic Fury. And just, you know, everything that goes on in the Morphin Grid. I am one of your hosts, Joel, and with me, as always, is... Kevin Kevinson, attorney at law. Legal disclaimer, I am not actually an attorney. Uh, but you're a very good not attorney. That's what you need to Oh remember. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a very good not attorney. I'm a very I'm a very good not anything. Like I just exist. <laughs> I I wake up and see the hellscape. Mm-hmm. I mean sometimes that's all you can do. Exactly. Uh, yeah. We've got but uh Aside, hellscape aside, we do have some fun things to talk about today. Some kind of interesting mm-hmm. things happening in the comic world, and a really, I think, great episode of the of Cosmic Fury. But mm-hmm. uh, before we get started, like we do every week, we want to take a moment to encourage our listeners to find a way that you can be a hero out in the world. Um, in the past, we've highlighted things like the Black Lives Matter movement um, and the ongoing fight against like the various laws against trans people and other human rights within the U.S. Um, and the current crisis going on in Gaza against Palestinians. Um, find a way that you can help whether that's donating time or money or joining in protests safely where you can or you know even just beginning the steps of educating yourself on the topic so you can know how you can help just find a way to be a hero let's make this world a better place mm-hmm. uh and with that we'll get started on the comic world uh because uh, yeah. two weeks ago we had the release of mighty Morphin power rangers number 115 which was written mm-hmm. by Melissa Flores, illustrated by Simona Gianfelice, colored by Raul Angelo, with assistance by Jose Enrique Fernandez, and lettered by Ed Dukeshire. And the preview mm-hmm. description for this one is, In something out of a nightmare, Tommy comes face-to-face with pure evil and watches in horror as the unthinkable happens to his friends. Dark Spectre's mm-hmm. power grows and spreads, pitting Zord against Zord as the corrupted rangers battle their loved ones. And as Mistress Vile begins to regret what she's unleashed, Two other villains may be the key to the ranger's only hope and the last resort for seeking answers within the Morphin Grid. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of like really kind of cool interactions in this comic that I liked a lot. Um, yeah, it's again we're moving forward where it's a lot more action. I think this issue because we get to see like uh, the corrupted rangers out and battling. Um, but there's like a great moment that was in the preview that they like dropped a couple weeks ago that were first, first couple of pages and it's uh, Mistress Vile and Tommy interacting with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's this very nice like uh, Rita trying to do what she normally does where she like breaks a person down is like you're alone you have no one I made you who you are kind of trying to like essentially instill fear in Tommy and that, like at this point as the White Ranger Tommy's just not having it he he can see through yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and calls her on it in a really like a really good way because i like melissa just has tommy say it is like hey i i know what an abuser looks like and you've not escaped it either kind of thing mm-hmm. and it's a really nice moment because it's tommy being able to actually twist the knife on rita for once um so yeah I, I really liked that interaction a lot mm-hmm. uh and uh, we see what looks like the death of the Death Ranger in this issue. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I, I, I'm curious if they are actually gone or if it's another situation of them being like packaged away. Because we're, 
the big thing that this I think this issue is really trying to drive home with at least Mistress Vile is she is starting to second guess what she's done. Uh, yeah, she's not said she's wrong, but she's second guessing working for Dark Specter. Um, in the sense that like, you do when you realize you've got a, like a horrible person that wants to destroy everything. Um, and I love that it kind of starts. We don't see it initially coming from her. We see kind of that thought getting said by Dane <laughs> uh, when he's mm-hmm. talking to Finster. And he's just like, "Hey, what's the plan here?" And Finster's like, "Well, mm-hmm. we're gonna destroy everything." And Dane's like, "Oh, that seems bad. Like we shouldn't, we shouldn't destroy everything because that means we don't get the things we want either out of this." <laughs> right. Uh, right. And. I, I don't know. It's kind of fun when villains have a moment of realization of like, wait, why are we doing this? Hold on. Hold on. Let's yeah. not blow everything up. But yeah. is there anything well, that you liked about this issue, Kevin? Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's definitely like the action is rising once again and we're seeing a lot of different fun interactions. Um, and I think this is a really good issue reflecting on how the villains are feeling and what where they're at. No, I think we see like each villain is kind of reacting to where they are now and where things are going and I think it is really going to come down to we're seeing like Dark Spectre's leadership versus Rita's leadership. And um, I I think we're starting to see some of those cracks with Dane and a few other characters. Um, So I I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens and when the the tides start to turn. Um, So it should be it should be interesting. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah. Um, So what did you think of the end reveal for this issue? Ah, yes. Um, definitely was a bit of a, it was a surprise, but not a surprise at the same time. Um, yeah. so spoiler, spoiler, spoiler warning, of course, um, as a reminder, but yeah, seeing, uh, Ranger Slayer enslaved by Dark Spectre was, uh, interesting. Yes. And, and when I saw that, it, it does make sense with what is coming next obviously this is kind of the end of this issue is the setup for the one shot that we'll be getting which is the power yeah. unlimited the morphin masters which we knew mm-hmm. was going to center uh ranger slayer kimberly um mm-hmm. but now it's like okay draken's gone into the grid she's going after him to air quotes hunt him for dark specter but in some way will be purged kind of of that darkness um so we'll see her coming yeah. back to light um yeah which i'm just i'm excited about like I, I i was just like okay she's not dead yay we're not doing a whole we have to resurrect her it is like there is some way that she's already still in the oh, game yeah. kind of thing so I, yeah no I, I liked that kind of aspect of it a lot yeah yeah but I, I also enjoyed a lot of the character moments in this issue i think there were a few things uh aisha and matt's interactions were really good at the beginning of the issue um yeah. i think one of the things that like i liked was uh, i think it was aisha where she went, uh, Lords as a ranger now. Anybody can be a ranger. Like, kind of her reacting to that, and kind of like it was either her or Kimberly. I can't remember who it was. Yeah. but um, I think it's I think it's Kimberly that has that moment. That's like right. The, yeah, anyone. Yeah, when she's with Jason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that yeah. I thought that was definitely like an interesting moment for them to react to that because that is kind of a crazy thing to think about. Um, but also, uh, I really did enjoy um some of the, just the minor character moments of people interacting to things. Like, I think. One of the moments I really enjoyed was when the Hyperforce Rangers were in the Megazord and, like, they were fighting with, with Zed. And, like, uh, Eddie was like, you all realize we're helping the Emperor of Evil, right? And, like, uh, Jack just going, hey, 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 we're gonna, we'll discuss the morality of it later. And then, like, even the fun line yeah. of, like, Mar- whenever they're escorting Zed away, Marv saying, sorry, your evilness. Like, I, I could just hear Peter saying that line, like... <laughs> Um, so it's just, it's, it's a lot of fun seeing these like yeah. character interactions and how they're evolving and changing and things like that. So, 
Um, uh, Melissa yeah, is just it, continuing it is to, really nice. to knock the writing out. Yeah. Yeah, and and again, it, it's moving us, it, shifting kind of us forward to see kind of like where we're gonna go, especially with these kind of emotional arcs that I think are what's propelling this, rather than like action happening in the story because we're still kind of as stillmate yeah rangers are still kind of on the back foot and we've been that way for about five issues now but it is like i, I think the thing that melissa is doing that's kind of really smart is like the emotional plays are what's the important thing here. yeah it's not the beat them up um, yeah which I, well and, i really do enjoy with this yeah and the and at the end of the day i think that's one of the things about power rangers is that we always know at the end of the day they're going to win like we we know this will be stopped yeah. we know that the we know that the status quo will get reset. We know that everything will be back to normal or as normal as it can be. So yeah. now it's like, and, and I think that's one thing that I think the Power Rangers comic book as a whole has done really well is that you always know at the end of the day, they're going to win somehow, you know, they're going to overcome it. That's, but I think that's part of the fun of Power Rangers is like seeing those moments and interactions that lead to them getting there. Yeah. And, and, and in that, in knowing that they're always going to win, knowing that's the structure, the fun thing to play with is then the emotional effects of that. Like, what what is the thing you can do to them in between those wins? Like, how dark yeah. can things get? And I think, and I think that's, you know, a great point, and I think a, a really good thing that I think the comics do that maybe uh, people who enjoy the more action base of the show just maybe don't get kind of thing. And I, yeah, I know, we both love that, so that's all that matters. But mm-hmm. uh, anything else about issue one fifteen that you wanted to touch on? I mean, I I think the action is going to keep growing and going, so uh, mm-hmm. just in, enjoy it, y'all. Enjoy what happens. Yeah, and we've definitely seen some uh, covers for upcoming issues, and there does seem to be some very interesting action we're going to have for this uh, Darkest Hour event. Yeah. But moving on to our next comic, which is Ranger Academy number four. Written by Maria Ingrande Mora, illustrated by Jomi Gyeong, colored by Fabiana Mascola, and lettered by Ed Dukeshire. Mm-hmm. This is it. The big test. Sage will need to successfully perform her first morph, but don't worry. It'll only take all of her skills while surviving on a hostile planet only known as Chromia. It will take more than mm-hmm. just her skills, though, with teamwork being essential to reach the peak and acquire the means of morph in time. But when the class bully runs into some trouble on the way, will Sage risk her test results to save him or leave him behind? In this game-changing issue, fans are not going to miss out on the exclusive spoiler variant by co- cover by Gonye Motes, featuring a surprise so big that we can't wait to show you the art. Uh, and we <laughs> all got spoiled real quickly by that, so we knew what was happening. Um, we knew what was coming. Yeah. We, we, um, we called it said, three issues ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, the character's name is Sage. <laughs> not yeah. surprised. Um like um but i really did like this issue i think this is probably my favorite of the of the ones that have come out i think this is done Mm -hmm. it's it feels the most settled in terms of like we established who these characters are we've established what's going on now let's just do the thing and i think that's Mm -hmm. what i've enjoyed and i liked the emotion kind of things i will say i expected the comic to go another way and the way they veered i'm like okay I understand from a dramatic perspective, but it's less fun, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, what did you think of this issue, Kevin? I mean, I, I think there was a lot of good moments. It, it it did one of those things that I always enjoy when Power Rangers does, and it's like, what does it mean to be a ranger? And so yes. um, we, we kind of got a similar story beat in Dino Fury with Izzy and Fern when they first uh, really interacted. Um, yeah. But... 
Yeah, no, I mean, I think it was a lot of fun. I think there were some really good characterization moments um, and a lot of lore building. Yeah. I think one of the things that I thought was interesting, because we knew about like the green campus and we knew that like, you know, that the green rangers were kind of considered a taboo, which which is still, I think, interesting to see what's going to happen there because we've had so many non-evil green rangers. Evil. like. <laughs> Like, there's an entire section of the Morphing Grid that's just, like, all the rangers are sitting there, like, in the reflection pool, and they're just like, wait, why? Um, I also think it's interesting, too, given the fact that, like, we've seen, like, Jen and now Katie, and, like, they have a Green Ranger on their team, and, like, it's just, it's, I don't know, I think it's, I, I think there's going to be a mystery here as to why, obviously, Green Rangers are so taboo. Yeah. Um... And even we got the mention of like orange rangers and I was like, okay, what's, what's with the orange rangers? So I don't know. I think it's gonna be interesting to see like what happened to where like they consolidated all the colors into like the five, the core five. And so, um, yeah, I think it's, this issue is definitely one of the stronger issues for me and I'm curious to see where it goes from here. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I'm starting to wonder if we're not, if this is not all taking place in like a future kind of thing situation. That oh yeah, it has to be. Because, like, there's got to be something they're planning. I am also curious, because that was my thought, too, the whole time. They're like, there's a forbidden campus. And I'm like, but we know there were good Green Rangers, so, like, you can't, like, you can't rely on, like, the knowledge that the evil Green Ranger was one of them. Like, I I don't know. There's some timey-wimey stuff happening, I think. I think think something is going on. And, like, we, I think that's going to be the big mystery of, like, you know, because, I mean, there's a Green Morphin Master, like... Yeah, uh, the, yeah, we, uh, yeah, and just, I, I would, I'll be, like, like you, I will be really interested to find out why the green one is shut down and, like, what, it, what happened there. Um, yeah. I, I did really like, um, in this issue, I mean, like, I think, you know, we've had a lot of the building of the characters. Um, I liked Sage with her team, and, like, because Sage is kind of our focal character, we get a lot of her internal dialogue. So we, we see yeah. her going back and forth on things, which is not a thing we get in a lot of, the, like the mighty morphin books we, we get in internal dialogues every now and then but a lot of it is kind of not in one character so mm-hmm. i do like this a lot where we're seeing her kind of react um i did think so obviously the big like like you said there's the great moment in this issue where she has to save the bully um and she you know yeah. does the thing that a ranger does and like proves that she is one because she does go back to help them what i thought was going to happen though was i thought they were going to carry him like all three of them were going to carry him there um, yeah and they would all do it but i i do i do like the dramatic aspect of like um her being more <laughs> willing to stay because she's like it means i'll miss it it means i won't have to do it i won't have to morph um i do yeah. like that because that's a very teenager way of avoiding things of like being like okay i'm not gonna face it if i don't face it i won't have to deal with things we'll be great um mm-hmm. And then, it, you know, come to find out towards the end of the issue, no, she does make it there. And we actually get to see the Morphin trial, which I I like a lot. I think it's really cool. <laughs> it's a cool yeah. concept. Does it yeah. really work with Power Rangers and how we know others just get random powers? But it is a cool concept, and I kind of like it. Um, mm-hmm. Going before the Bandorian monks, monks who have been established in, like, the previous, con- like, in the Mighty Morphin yeah. comics, what we've seen. Um, yeah, yeah. And, like, having that moment of you get your crystal and you find out what color you morph um, is really cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, I agree. I need someone to make, like, the quiz version of that where you go in front of the Bandorian mods and <laughs> a- answer a bunch of questions that aren't just, are you athletic? Are you this? Like, real questions would be cool. And then 
find out what color yeah. you are. Yeah. Um, but and I liked I liked the moment with like the two teammates where the one comes out um you know early in the issue and they're like well I think I'm gonna be a pink ranger and he comes like oh no I'm a black ranger um and then you know the one friend comes out and she's like oh I got this color it was really it was really or she's like I didn't know my color oh I'll find out next time kind of thing which I yeah. thought was interesting yeah um, no I I I think it also deals a lot with like who you are as a person and like what you're willing to do um yeah. And I feel like for um, for the uh, gosh, what's her name? The 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 friend the friend. Uh, I I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember character. I don't either. It's okay. It's fine. But um, I I think one of the things that was interesting was was like um, I I feel like for her it's gonna be like an arc of like why didn't she get it? And I feel like they're kind of playing the seeds for like, well, you were you were like so cautious and like so concerned and like I think she was the one that was willing to like leave the bully behind. Um, so I think, it, I think it is gonna be interesting to see, like, do the monks, like, just sense what's in you, or, like, what does it look like, um, and I, I do feel like with the reveal at the end of the issue that that's gonna cause some conflict, too, since, uh, <laughs> we get a big reveal, and then we get this, one of the best tropes in fiction that we always get. Yes, where a character lies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sage has got a secret. Which, like, I'm curious how long she's gonna be able to hide that, like... I, I don't know, because obviously, like, at a certain point, she'll have to morph again, so... Yeah. Um, I, I do think, too, there was also an interesting um, reveal that we, we kind of both had been like, okay, what's going on? Where does this fit in? But whenever we get, like, the ghost stories, they name drop Dark Spectre. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh! And then, like, they mentioned that, like, Dark Spectre invaded the Academy a long time ago, and I was like, oh... Lindy, Lindy is the character name. I'm sorry, Lindy. I had to go okay, and, fi- and find where they say. No, you're the fine. You're names. fine. I kind of wish they would have like at the beginning of this, just like a chart, and be like, "Hey, this is this character. This yeah. is that character." And it's like, okay, yeah. just a refresh. But yeah, um, I feel like I feel like Lindy's gonna be mad when she finds out Sage can morph. So, um, but yeah, no, I I think uh, the fact that they name dropped like Dark Specter, and they even hinted like, "Oh, he he infiltrated the Academy before," like. I think that's going to be interesting as well to see what happens. Yeah, and then like that was that was kind of the tip off to me too. That was like, oh, this has got to be like in a future kind of thing because like, why else would they be talking about it like this? But I, yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, I and like we can talk about the spoiler because obviously we saw the like Gonya Montes uh, cover where uh, Sage is the Green Ranger holding her helmet. Um, and we've also had, like, a future solicitation where there's a Dan Mora cover where she's in her, like, full ranger outfit. Yeah. Um, that we see teased in this issue. Um, so, I... Do we want to give thoughts? Do you like the, like, ranger suits that we've seen teased so far? Um, what are your thoughts on them? I mean, I think it's a good design. It's it's a power ranger suit. Like... Yeah. I, I feel is... like... What... I feel like what we're going to find out is, is that we're going to find out that's, like, Ranger Academy's, like, standard Power Ranger suit that you get until, like, you get assigned a team or you find your way to a team. Um, yeah. I, I still think, like I said, I still think there's some timey-wimey stuff happening here, and I, I feel like it's going to be a thing that, like, when you graduate, you go back to, like, the point in time you before you got there, and then, like, you find your team or something. I don't know. something Something's going to happen, because that... That's my thing is like, okay, if you become a cadet and then you graduate, like, how do you become a ranger? Because they also make it sound like every ranger has to go through this at some point. Yeah. And, like, again, like, when would this have been implemented? Like, you know, we know Katie and 
Jenner there. Like, when when was all this set up? Like, I don't know. We'll probably find out over the course of things. And, like, there has to have been enough generations that someone is now old enough to be a kid's parent kind of thing. So it's like, how yeah. long has this been going on? It, it's not recent kind of thing. Yeah, there's yeah. still just a lot of questions. That being said, I did enjoy this issue. I thought it was fun. I think once we get into more of the school stuff and we get to see the different aspects, I think it'll be better. Uh, yeah. I am curious how long they're going to drag out Sage not telling everyone she's a Green Ranger for. Um, because I, I'm like, I want to know what's going on there. <laughs> uh, but uh, any last thoughts on Ranger Academy? Uh, I think it's starting to pick up, which is nice to see. It's definitely... Yeah. I, I am appreciating that it is a different side of Power Rangers that we haven't gotten before. And so I think that, yeah. that that gives them a lot of room to be creative and do a lot of fun stuff. And again, like, if you handed this to someone who doesn't know Power Rangers, there is that really great, like, YA aspect to it that I think would hook a lot of people. So I, I think once we get to trades of this, this would be great, like, gifts to give to, like, someone who's younger. Be like, hey, this might be fun for you to read kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Uh, with that, we'll move on to the TV show side of things with Cosmic Fury, Season 30, Episode 8, Switching Sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, this episode has a teleplay by Becca Barnes and Cameron Dixon, which is with a story by Becca Barnes, Cameron Dixon, Alwyn Dale, and Maya Thompson, and directed by Michael Hurst. Mm-hmm. Two ex-villains should be the last people to cure Ollie, but Ion has a plan that just might work. Meanwhile, Zato's secret becomes harder to hide. Mm-hmm. Uh I forgot how sweet this episode is. Like, <laughs> yeah, I forgot how sweet this episode is. This is a really, like, surprisingly sweet episode. Um, yeah, for multiple moments. Uh, but uh, it also birthday wonderful meme that we talked about on last episode. That, uh, mwah, chef's kiss. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it really did. Uh, but what did you think of this episode, Kevin? I mean, this episode. It, it's it's really interesting in its placement in the season because it, it kind of does that thing where, um, you know, you have, like, we had, like, the rising action from the previous two episodes, and this is now, like, mm-hmm. the moment to, this is the moment to breathe. Even though a lot happens in this episode and it sets up for the finale, like, this is a moment yeah. to breathe. Um, and it's really nice. Like, it's a really, it's a good episode overall, and I think, that, you know, we get to see kind of, this is also kind of like the denon May of Dino Fury, because we get to see what happened with Mucus and Slyther. Yeah. Um, because we knew at the end of Dino Fury that they were still kind of around and we we obviously weren't sure what was going to happen. We you know, we kind of had our thoughts whenever we got that tease at the end of Dino Fury that they were still around. Um Yeah. And and I think this actually made for like a really positive episode and like really it, it was good. It was a good like heartwarming wholesome episode overall. Yeah. And uh, I mean also, shout outs to Torum Hinge as Mucus and Cable Cooley yeah. as like the human forms of Sliver so great yeah both of well, them Torm, are doing well Torm is also the voice of mucus as well remember yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah 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 but it's fun watching them do it physically because like <laughs> yeah and i love the fact that they like didn't tone it down they're still just as like high energy as they would be if they were just doing the voice and it's just fun to watch that because <laughs> yeah they're being so over the top and then everyone else is just like okay yeah <laughs> and just yeah. Torm is just uh, wonderful mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah no and i think like that was also like her one and only power rangers role yeah yeah um, like for her to knock and like to knock it out of the park yeah and just be great and like a, a very silly character that i think easily could like have become grating was no she's still great and fun every time she pops up yeah. and, like 
once even once uh the character becomes just like the mucus suit again there's like wonderful stuff with like the 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 joke you made earlier the when they pretend to have mucus be the lawyer yeah. the mucus mucusons <laughs> lawyer. Yeah. just so no funny. it's it's really great and it's so interesting to seeing like um you know, just seeing what they did with the character and, like, how, how different they made her. I mean, not different, but at the same time different from, like, her Sentai counterpart, so. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, we get the great moment um, that, you know, kind of a sneak uh, <laughs> affirmation for trans people of, like, nobody deserves to be in a body that they're not comfortable with that Zato has. Yeah. Which is really wonderful and really powerful to put in a kid's show. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know... And it, again, it's not beating anyone over the head with it. It's just like, hey, this character doesn't feel okay being stuck as a human. They want to be in their normal form. You know, mm-hmm. we'll allow them. It's a really, like, a, that's one of the sweet, the first sweet moments of the episode. And just great when it happens. And then, you know, we get the whole bit where Slyther poses mm-hmm. as Squillia. <laughs> um, and yeah. I do like the, 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 like the tension of that earlier bit of it is like, the villains find one you know coming to get Swilia, but also the villains finding out that mucus and slither are good and it's like well we have to deal with the villains so they don't know what's going on so lord zed can't find out which is a really nice tense moment um yeah also we get girl power team uh navigating one of the zords which is fun because we've never had a all-female piloting team i don't think at least nothing i remember yeah nothing sticks out uh, especially not with three ra- female rangers on a team, so mm-hmm. that at least by itself should be enough to put it above everything. Um, and there's the great line, like, because, like, you know, the girls are in the uh, Megazord fighting, like, two big um, henchmen, and then uh, uh, Javi and Ion are dealing with uh, Bajilia and Squillia down on the ground. And there's yeah. just a great moment where uh, Javi's like, hey, we could use some girl power down here. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and we get... Uh, probably the one of the few times that i think villains have been smart enough to like cover the rangers visors which i was like wow yeah don't still ever do that <laughs> yeah no it was it was it was a good one yeah and i also think too that like bajilia got a lot of good lines in this episode um <laughs> yes with her being like yes she's annoying but it's my reputation i have to keep up and like little moments like that that was really show yeah. and highlight like how fun the squid ink ink characters how much fun they add to the show itself yeah, there's that great line where she's like, what if the press finds out? Like, this is going to be terrible for, like, the company. It cannot happen. Exactly, yeah. And then the, there's the Squillia line where she's like, I'm going to get you guys for making me sit on a poor person's chair. And I was yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah. They they uh, went all in with it, and it was a lot of fun. Yes. Um, and then we get, like, the great moment where the Power Rangers appear to kill Bajilia. They definitely kill Squillia, but they do that great kind of, like, assault with all their weapons which i liked yeah um and, it, and it's like they do this whole fight scene in like the base that the uh Rafconians are living out of i guess yeah I, um this whole episode and so like i do think a lot of the fight choreography in that little area is also really well done in terms of like the fight with bajilia when it's just ion and javi uh mm-hmm. and uh Tarek. i think yeah. they did a great job filming all that and then when all uh of the rangers are there and they're all using their weapons it's really a great moment and we get to see them using them and finishing off both Scoolia mm-hmm. and Pajillia for now at least. Um, yeah. Then yeah. we get kind of but like uh the moment with like uh Slyther and Mucus on the like Zet going to Eltar, figuring out what's going on with Eltar, which I I love how they play um Scoolia in that moment where Slyther's like making you really upset and then being like, Well, 
mom's god we're fine <laughs> yeah time to keep going um i really like that i also like how zed uh as squilly is crying that's like yes that is mm-hmm. sad <laughs> yeah because <laughs> again i love that how they've written zed this like because he just doesn't want to deal with anyone else's problems like at all <laughs> Um, and then we get kind of like that last scene where they infiltrate and they manage to destroy the Tricera statue, which they think will cure Ollie. And spoilers, it kind of does. Um, but it seems Ollie has not been cured and he tells Zed to take them prisoner and torture them. Uh, but before that, we do get kind of the second touching moment of the episode, whereas it's the Rangers... Uh, voicing concerns to Ion and Solon about what's going on with Zato. And they're talking about, you know, oh, what if this happens in battle? You know, this is really concerning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like how that scene is done because, like, one, we get, you know, Ion and Solon trying to deflect and be like, no, everything's fine. Everything's great. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. It's fine. It's great. Um, and clearly you can tell from, like, all the rangers that they're getting really, like, concerned. And you do this wonder, they did this wonderful shot where Zato is listening in from the doorway because he's just woken yeah. up. And I really yeah. like that shot of just Zato listening. And then you can see on, like, Russell Curry's face as he's playing Zato, you know, he's, like, yeah. realizing what he has to do. And it's this really nice moment. Um, and he, they, you know, he comes clean. He tells Solon and Ion not to, not to lie, like, anymore for him. Mm-hmm. And he comes clean and tells them what's going on. At, and there's just that really great group hug that I love where they all just, like, kind of come around yeah. Zato and give him that big hug. And it's just really sweet. It was really great. I loved how everyone played that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, also shout out to the costume designers because i do love everyone's outfits in this episode and i'm sad that we only get like four episodes with them especially uh ferns yeah. orange like cut off like crop top yeah is great yeah it's, it's a lot such of fun. a it is a lot of fun it's it's like very it's very like uh first season mighty morphin and <laughs> how mm-hmm. they dress fern and i was like i love that outfit and i'm so sad she's only in it for like four episodes <laughs> before it's yeah. gone um but uh any other thoughts on this episode of cosmic fury no i mean i think it just continues to show like how good of a cast this is and how mm-hmm. well like it cosmic fury was a gift i think it was really like for this to be the last normal season and potentially the last season in the continuity we've known for 30 years it's just it, it's a gift and I'm, I'm always appreciative of it every like this is like my third rewatch of it at this point so like it's it's just, a, it's a gift, and I, I love it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but with that, that'll wrap up our show for this week. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can hit us up on Twitter or Blue Sky at MayThePowerPod or MayThePowerPod.bsky.social on Blue Sky. Or, or you can email us at MayThePowerPod at gmail.com. Feel free mm-hmm. to send us comments, suggestions, topic ideas. Let us know if you're interested in coming on as a guest host. Always mm-hmm. happy to hear from people. Uh if you want to find me, you can find me on most social media at Festivus Punk. And where can they find you, Kevin? Uh, Bridge MT. It's there's uh, different ones, but yeah, you you'll find me. <laughs> uh, before we head out, we just want to say thank you guys for listening, uh, and we can't wait to come back with more. With that, as always, may, may the, the power, power protect, protect you. you.